Hey everyone, welcome to Bitchin' Bout Broadway, where we talk about Broadway behind her back. I'm your bitchin' host, Elijah Zurek, and with me today is my bitchin' bestie and co-host... Megan Lisko-Snelling. What's good, baddie? I'm great. We are recording this in a little bit of a time crunch. Yeah, we are. So we're gonna be very rude to each other. It'll be a little <laughs> shady, a little little bad, but you know, you'll be here for the tea because we are the bitches of Bitchin' Bout Broadway. Oh yeah. So anyway, today we're gonna talk about Mean Girls, the mean musical. Girls. And Megan and I have both we actually both seen it. this on Broadway, and I yes. got to see their national tour when they came to Tampa, I the Straws. <laughs> you know, it was such a good tour, too, because the tour was different than the Broadway, because they rewrote. And um, then, right before the Broadway shutdown, they added the rewritten parts to the show. Period, as they should. Development, growth, go off, Mean Girls. So anyway, Mean Girls the Musical opened on Broadway. On April 2018 at the August Wilson Theater and closed March 11th, 2020 because of COVID. And I'm so sad about it because they were supposed to come back after the pandemic, but they... Technically, they closed after March 11th. Well, yes, but... But they closed... They did their last performance on... March 11th before the shutdown. Sorry, I said it wrong. So, (laughs) anyways... Officially, they didn't close that day. That's what right. Like. They didn't know they were closing, which makes it even sadder. Yeah. And they had just had a turnover in the cast. It was and they Sabrina had a, Carpenter and they had a they so Sabrina Carpenter was in there as like Katie, Katie. for a limited engagement. Uh-huh. And then they had someone else cast, and I I'm so sorry. I just actually don't know who it was. I, uh, she was. I don't keep up with Mean Girls as much. Olivia as I Olivia Kaufman, I think that's how you say it. Olivia Kaufman was the understudy Janice, or she was actually a swing for Janice and Katie, and I think Regina, but maybe yeah, I'm she was wrong. Regina. And she, I actually, I saw her on Broadway. I as saw Janice. her as Janice. Cool. And um, she was the replacement for Barry Overweed. Oh, period. I saw on the on when I saw on Broadway. I didn't see Erica Henningsen, who was the original Katie. I saw her understudy, Danielle, mm-hmm. and who was also Katie on the tour. So I saw her twice. Chad Burris also was the replacement, Damien. Yes. I actually am I'm very getting, proud like, of this. names are coming back to me. I'm very proud of this. <laughs> I actually saw Chad on his closing night of Frozen, Frozen. a week before he started Damien at Mean Girls. Mm. So he was Olaf. He was this Olaf swing. Mm-hmm. So I saw, or understudy, because I don't think he covered anything else. So he was just the understudy for Olaf. And I saw him, and it was also Casey Levy and Patty Murin's last Thanks. show as Anna and Elsa, and they were both fantastic. You know what's super weird to me? I don't think we've ever talked about this. A lot of shows had casts. Sorry, I just like put things down, and it's crumply. <laughs> A lot of shows had casts change right before. I know, Close. like Frozen did that. We discussed. I discussed that with Alex in the Frozen oh, segment because yeah. you weren't there for that one. Yeah. So like we we discussed like Ciara Renee and Mackenzie Kurtz and mm-hmm. Ryan McCartan. And but that. then the Mean Girls and I think another show had a cast switch. Or no, yeah. I'm thinking of Six because Six had just started. Started. You know, it and didn't even. <laughs> no. Um. However, the show does has opened a couple times in London before the um. Like, during Correct. the shutdowns, because there's only six there's of them. There's been times when they've released the lockdown, and then they put it back, and then they release it. And they yeah, it, it was there for, like, a week and a half, and yeah. it was gone. And now it's... Anyway, we already did our sixth segment, though. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. Me and yeah. Megan are very passionate about six. Because we did a concert version of it. 
So I have a question, the leg legs. Yes. In Mean Girls, do you have a dream role? Like any of those girls? Okay, so I used to think that I really, really wanted Karen because <laughs> I'm so dumb and I'm blonde. Fake blonde. I was born blonde. I'm just, I'm, I'm hating on you. I just went red once. I love you. <laughs> I met Megan as a redhead because we were in Bonnie and Clyde and Bonnie is a redhead and she. she I was, was like a, an embodiment of the character. Yeah, she was, bit. she was baby Bonnie. So she looked like the, Bonnie. she looked like the older Bonnie and it was a little it, eerie. We looked house. exactly the same. Yeah. And then Megan's really mom creepy. played Bonnie's mom. It was quite an energy, but that's when I met Megan and I love uh-huh. her so much. Uh, but I think now I would love to play. Regina, because one, that does sound basic, but... Megan is a basic bitch. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that I would be able to pull something something into it, because I saw Renee rap pretty, pretty close to the beginning of her run as Regina, maybe. Oh, no. No, actually, I saw her in November of... 2019. That's really so cool. because it was close you saw, to the end. Yeah, and you saw Renee. Yeah. Like, at the kind of beginning-ish of her run. Ish. Ish. And I saw Taylor Louderman toward the end of right. her run. Right, we went pretty close. So you saw, like, fresh Regina, and I just saw, like, very marinated Regina. <laughs> marinated She Regina. was so good. Like, you could tell, like, She's she... She's incredibly good. No, I mean, like, I've worked with Taylor, too, and she... She's amazing. She's an amazing coach as well as a performer. She's a better coach than a performer. Mm. And that just says a lot because she she really takes the time and she she knows what you can tell she knows what she's talking about when you see her up there. She she's not blowing smoke. She's Correct. she's it. She is yes. true master of it. I uh, actually I I know I talk about like taking songs from other people like that I look like or that I have like a similar tone, tone to. I definitely have used stuff from Bring it on bring it on yeah. I, I i i used something else that she was in i don't remember what it was i'm probably thinking of greece <laughs> honestly oh yeah because there definitely greece. was there definitely was a point in my life where i was like hmm i'm gonna do only greece songs <laughs> speaking of that um megan this is like so i was telling you earlier um, there's, we should actually do a segment about this. It's a little off topic, but I want everyone to know to research the show. Um, Aida. Yeah. Taylor did, um, Amneris Yes. In, I think it was the Muni. I think she was Amneris in the Muni. I'm production. fairly certain it's the Muni. I remember I know like, she reading works at about the that. Muni. I know she goes to the Muni a lot. I think it's her home theater. Like, when she was younger, she did a lot of oh, the Muni. That's, that's cute. Yeah, because, um, the Muni's great. I have... Like, everyone works at the Muni at some point. Like, Rob Floor, <laughs> my dance teacher, Sarah Meal, always at the Muni. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. But anyways, um, Megan, you should look into Amneris' material. Okay. Yeah. We'll and, definitely talk about that at some point. Yeah, but everyone, if you haven't heard Aida, Aida's great. Elton John wrote it. It's the good stuff. It's underrated. Good stuff. It is the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And also, actually, like, it's all about, like, Nubian culture, and we need shows that represent the POC, and that's one of those shows that mm. is not looked at enough. Because it's one of those. Yeah. So, yeah. So, So, anyway. Sliding back to the topic of Mean Girls. Yes. I think that we should kick off the majority of the episode Mm -hmm. with a song. Yeah. um, This song is sung by Janice, Damien. Damien's my dream role in Mean Girls. (laughs) Because, duh. And Katie. Um, This is Revenge Party, sung by Barrett Wilbert Weed, Gray Henson, and Erica Henningsen. Um, Enjoy. Catch you on the flip flop. 
Now you know, Caddy, Regina George is not your friend. We're your friends, and we're going to make her pay. You know what friends do? They got your back, and they are fun to be around. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When someone hurts you, then they attack and grind your foe into the ground. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Imagine a party with dresses and cake, and singing and dancing and cake. And there's a magic act that saws Regina in half, and this time it will take. Now that's a party. A revenge party, a party that ends with somebody's head on a spike. Whoa, whoa. Pretend like you still like them. Can you do it? Yes. Hey, girl. Hey, Regina wanted me to tell you that she tried to talk to Aaron, but he just wanted her back, and that's not Regina's fault. I get it. I just hope I can still have lunch with you guys. Oh, of course. It's a revenge party, a party that ends with entrails all over the lawn. It's a revenge party with your two best friends. And I end up with Aaron when she's gone. Yeah. She's gone. What's Regina doing? What's Regina wearing? Is she dating Aaron? Regina, Regina, she has everything. She gets everything. Regina, Regina, Regina. Next, we take away Regina's only achievement, being a hot person. What is that? Ugh, I'm so fat and disgusting. I use these Caltein diet bars when I need to lose weight. I need to lose three pounds. Bring me a whole back. A revenge party, a party that ends with somebody crushed and alone. And I'll be crying. A revenge party with your two best friends. It's like a party with revenge. It's what was wrong. What's Regina eating? God, look at her figure. Did her boobs get bigger? go harder if we make Gretchen Wieners think Regina is mad at her. I won't do that. Gretchen is fragile. Exactly, and if we crack her open, she'll spill something we can use. Shh, here she comes. Stop pulling it down. Your hair looks sexy. Push back. Katie, will you please tell him his hair looks sexy. Push back. Your hair looks sexy. Push back. Uh, thanks. See you in Calc. At every party, there might be a low where the energy dips. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You might be thinking it's late, we should go. And they ran out of chips. No, no, no. I can't even watch when she touches his hair. And I watch a snake eat a cow. Regina needs to be toppled. Sorry, Gretchen, I swear. Caddy Harris. She gets everything. Four for Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. Glen Coco, Glen Coco, Glen Coco. And none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. Who said that? Oh, it's from. Regina, Regina, Regina. Thanks for being such a great best friend. <laughs> I mean, cute. I mean, give me it. I mean, okay. 
Well, if you and Regina are best friends now, you can be in charge of keeping all her secrets. For example, she bought you those high heel shoes just to make fun of you, because she knew you wouldn't be able to walk in them. And she's not really blonde. Her natural color is dark blonde. Also, she totally cheats on Aaron. Every Thursday, she says she has SAT prep, but really, she's hooking up with Shane Omen in the North Shore Lions costume. She makes him wear the costume? No! They're both in the costume! And I never told anyone because I am such a good friend. It's a revenge party, a party that ends with somebody's head on a spike. A revenge party with your two best friends. It's like a party with your friends. Welcome back, this is Bitchin' About Broadway Hawk Radio on Anchor FM, and I'm your host, Megan, and today, we are talking with my co-host, Elijah. Yeah, bitch. The song we just heard was Revenge Party from the original Broadway cast recording of Mean Girls the Musical. And also, also like, low-key, I love this song because, like, I love revenge parties, like, actual revenge parties, and I'm still really pissed that... Megan doesn't partake in my revenge parties. I just do them alone. And she's like, no, don't do it, girl. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, she's like, don't do it, girl. It's, it, it's not worth it. And I'm it's like, not worth it. I'm, I'm just like, thinking about I'm it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I always have revenge parties, and she's like, bitch, no. Girl, I thought you were just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my girl, I was thinking about, then again, the wheels are always turning. <laughs> Anyways, let's discuss the origin of Mean Girls. Girl, I love Mean Girls. I could talk about it all day. Um, so it started out as a book. Queen Bees and Wannabes. Oh, wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, dead ass, Megan. Okay. Dead ass. Okay. <laughs> Helping your daughter survive clicks, gossip, boys, and the new realities of girl world. And I think that's kind of interesting because they say girl world in a lot in the in the movie, like the original movie. They're yeah. like, that's girl world, that's girl world. And I wonder if it came from like this Oh, book. it definitely did. But I didn't, I, I one, obviously, I didn't know this was a book. But also, why is it helping your daughter? Like, is it? It was more of like an informative guide. It wasn't like Regina George and Katie. It wasn't like It those... was just like, this is a mean girl. This is another mean girl. Yeah. They're mean. Yeah. That's what they are. So, I guess Tina Fey must have seen this book and was like, oh my gosh. What and if can, I What if this I? trope? And also, can we talk about how clever the names are? Like, how clever the names are. Okay, so, like, Katie Heron. A heron is an animal. Yeah. Africa. Right. Right? Regina George is, like, Regal George. King George, George, who was crazy, and Regina's crazy. Gretchen Wieners, because she's, like, crusty and, like, quirky. (laughs) Crusty. But But my favorite, it's the most, like, obscure, is Karen Smith. Being, like, the most, in Tina Fey's opinion, I think, being, like, one of, or the creative team. I don't know who actually came up with Karen Smith. Uh It's the most basic name in the entire movie. Right. Think about it. Katie Heron. Regina George. Like, yeah. Gretchen Wieners. Wieners. Karen Smith. Karen Smith. It's the most basic name because she is the, like, most dumb blonde. Dumb blonde. But can we talk about, like, I'm going to get distracted real quick. (laughs) Okay, Kate Rockwell. As Karen. She played her as, like, smart, but not, like, what was happening. Like, the most obvious thing could be happening, and she'd be, like, like in the opening scene when, like, they meet Katie, she's looking at a fork. 
and like oh she's my doing God, things I like forgot that. about that. She's like looking at a fork, but like she's pond. I don't. I want to talk to Kay. I've never worked with Kay, but I have friends who have. Mm. Um, she like is looking at that fork, and you can tell she's like thinking something about this fork, right? Right. But it's not what's at hand. It's not the task at hand. Right. Kate Rockwell. When I when I, I stage doored. Uh, when I went to see Mean Girls. Me too. And she signed my pink Mean Girls playbill with a pink Sharpie. <laughs> and I was like... Of course she did. Okay. I think... I remember it being in the yellow, but I think it just kind of came over the yellow of the playbill. So it's like... Tr- I'm trying to read it. I'm like... Uh, okay. Oh my god. But I remember so that funny. very vividly. She's like, I have a pink pen. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Papa. I kind of love Kate Rockwell, but, like, and then even at the end of the show when Karen's telling Katie, like, the, um, the, I forget what it was. It was, like, some kind of theory. It's been a while since I've seen the show live, and, like, I'm sorry. So, like, she tells her, like, this theory, and it's kind of, like, why she thinks that, like, Regina's not confident enough, and that's why she's mean, Mm. and that's why. But, like, it all comes down to that moment in the whole entire show, and it's said by, like, the... I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me, but dumb character. Right. And I think that it's the smartest thing said throughout the whole show. You see that in a lot of, like, popular TV movie tropes, like Glee, Britney, she is really stupid the entire time. I know you know not a lot about Glee. I've seen the whole thing. Oh, really? I feel like I talked about this and you were like, I don't know Glee. No, no, I don't don't know it as vividly as you because you have to understand, I watched it when I was, like, eight or nine. Same. But I watched it, like, three times over the course of my life. Oh, I, I, so I, I, not to be rude to Glee, but I didn't understand it or like it enough to do that. I don't know. It's just something, like, it's what I thought high school was going to be like, so I was obsessed with it. Um, but they're, like, they're char- the character Brittany, she's really played as this dumb blonde dancer for basically the whole show. And then she's, yeah. like, all of a sudden a genius because her way of thinking is different than everybody's. And I think that that's used a lot in film and movies and entertainment purposes. Even because... a little bit in Six, like Anne Boleyn's supposed to be kind of like an airhead. And then at the end, right. she's like, when they're talking about like the, 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 she's like, yeah. She says something and she's like, yeah, I read. And like, <laughs> I think that's what Millie says. And then, and then um, on the Broadway cast, she says, yeah, who's the queen? And it's like so cute. Oh, that's cute. I love Six. Guys, walk, go watch Six. Seriously. <laughs> go watch Six well, when it opens back up. But listen to that cast recording, like, those queens. And our podcast about Six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll really break it down for you guys. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, the, the book. Yeah. I heard. Okay. So, we have little notes here. And I obviously didn't read it before because I didn't know it was a book. But, the book is actually out in its third edition with more modern updates and information. Yes, and it was written by Rosalind Wiseman. We should Cute. always, because we got to like hyper Let's hype her up. Tina Fey read the book and then added a comedic twist with like all the names and like because the a- actual characters being a genius <laughs> and wrote the screenplay and it became the Mean Girls movie in April 2004. The golden age of cinema. We got Shrek 2. We got Mean <laughs> Girls. I posted a meme about this. It was like literally, oh, we got Shrek 2. We got Mean Girls. What else did we get? What else did we get, girl? We got The Incredibles. Bitch, we got The Incredibles. The Incredibles was in 2004? That's yes, so weird. That ass. was the year before I was born. Oh my gosh, straight up. I'm it literally was the... five. <laughs> I keep forgetting that you're younger than me because I'm a 2003. 
I'm so a I'm weird. a Finding Nemo bitch. Like You're Finding Nemo. Well, was I was shit. a Finding Nemo bitch. No, but I'm saying like it came out and like the funny story about Finding Nemo. I'm gonna tell the fran the fam. The um, fam. What happened? <laughs> my parents bought me all the plush fish at Disney World. Like I have, I still have them because like it's my childhood, you know. Yeah. I still and um, they're all. Like, every single fish, like, every single one of them. My mom and dad got me all of them before, while she was pregnant with me. And they lived in New Mexico, and they were, like, Extra. two hours away. From, <laughs> I know. They really manifested the mermaid vibe without knowing it. <laughs> like, literally, I, like, I love mermaids. That's, like, my thing. Like, how some people like unicorns and, like, certain animals. Like, and you're, mer- like, a mermaid bitch. I, I have, like, mermaid joggers and crop tops, and I wear them all the time because it makes me feel like Ariel. And it's, like, so bad. Anyways, we're off topic, but if anyone's wondering what to get me for Christmas, like... Mermaid stuff. Talk to Megan, because she knows what mermaid stuff I like. I'm not into, like, tacky mermaid stuff. I'm into, like, really classy mermaid stuff. referencing mermaid stuff, but, like, not blatantly being like, I only stay where the mermaids are. Yeah. Like, that kind of, like... Like, it's not like the... Call me when you're a mermaid. It's not like the... Like, the, the mermaid joggers that I have, they're, like, literally so subtle. Like, it kind of looks like a, like, green design. And I'm like, dude, those are scales. And everyone's like, oh, period! It's like a whole thing. Mermaid. Yeah. So, anyways, I was talking. So, so, about Finding Nemo, I got these fish. But you know how, like, Nemo has, like, the little fin, like, mm-hmm. on one side of him? Yeah. My mom found, like, looked at the Nemo and was like, these bitches at the Disney store ripped me off. Because they, the movie wasn't out yet. And they were just like, why does this bitch have a little fin? Like, what's the problem? And they didn't know that, like, it, he's had, like, a little fin. They were no. just like, they were just like, what? And then they were like, I'm not taking it back because it's, like, two hours away. And then we watched the movie and they were like, oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Also, it was the only movie I would watch when I was little. And Mine was I, Cinderella. Well, that makes sense. You manifested the ugly stepsisters. <laughs> <laughs> Drusilla. Stop clapping. They're going to be like, oh, my ears. <laughs> you know, guys, Megan is Drusilla from Anastasia. And That's I'm, okay. I'm the fairy godmother. I'm like, bitch, Wait, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Anastasia. Anastasia. I'm not Anastasia. You're not Anastasia. Drusilla is you because you're more of like a... Is Drusilla like, the one with brown hair? Yeah, hair? the brown hair. No, I'm the red hair. No, but Anastasia... Like, Cinderella, too. N- but no, like but like Anastasia and... gets right in Anastasia, too. And I don't... It's not Cinderella, too. It's not Cinderella, too. Anastasia, Anastasia the movie. <laughs> no, well, it's basically Anastasia the movie. Like, like, Anastasia like, gets right. And I don't think Megan anyway, gets right. I think Megan's still... Talking about movies... Megan is still Drusilla, guys. Girl, talking about movies... Anyways. The Mean Girls movie grossed $130 million. What? Which, I don't know if we mentioned that before because we talked about... That's everything in my Romway cart right now. Girl, (laughs) uh, call me when you're Tina Fey, okay? Okay, deadass. There also... There was a Mean Girls 2 in 2011. What are your thoughts on Mean Girls 2? Girl, don't let me... Sadly. I watched it. I watched it and I loved it. Because I Megan, don't, I'm gonna need you I to think, step no, out. No, 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 I'm serious. I think I watched it before I saw Mean Girls 1. I think that it was, like, it was on, like, on-demand. <laughs> it is. It's on Netflix. Like, I'm talking about, like, Xfinity, whatever. whatever. And it was on-demand. And I was like, ah, Mean Girls. And it, I thought that it was Mean Girls. I Because I didn't really understand what two men. Not that I was illiterate, that I couldn't figure out what two men. I just didn't know that meant. I mean, you still are. I thought that meant there were two mean girls, and I was like, there's three. (laughs) But stop clapping. You're so loud. Megan, you're so funny. Okay, anyway. Oh, I love you. Well, okay, let's think about this. 2011, I was literally six years old. I'm going straight for Megan. Stop. 
people literally think we're dating on your Instagram. Really? Yeah, Wait, that what? one girl commented and was like, do you have a girlfriend? And I was like, not Megan, I wish. Did you say that? No, you no didn't. but I will. You didn't even respond. Because I didn't see it, dead ass. Girl, there were two comments. I'm too busy crying at home. <laughs> okay. Having breakdowns. So anyways, Tina Fey. Guys, don't worry about me, I'll be fine. Anyway. Elijah's okay, he's just dramatic. <laughs> Facts. Tina Fey. I cry every night Tina, because I, Tina, I'm in love with Megan. Tina Fey. Tina Fey brought Mean Girls back as a musical, which opened on Broadway April 2018. Yeah. But we already knew that because we talked about it. Yeah. So Once yeah. Broadway reopens, though, Mean Girls is slated to continue their national tour. Which is awesome. Go see it. Buy tickets. Deadass. It's so good. Okay. Um, Diana the Musical. Oh. We know about it, right? We know it exists. Okay. So it's set to open December 1st this year. Yeah. How's that going to work? Why aren't they the changing that? Because like everybody else is moving their like slots to next year. Because they have a Netflix deal for it to open in October. Yeah, but it's opening. In, it, it they're they're putting out the filmed version in October. I don't but know. But they're girl. opening it in theater and like yeah, theater like theater and like theaters on like one the one theater they're the opening one. it officially in person December 1st. Yeah. And I don't understand that because that makes me a little confused. Like, that's definitely not that far away. Oh, yeah. Right? That's Yeah, but I mean, like, I have talked to a few of my friends that are... I'm not flexing, I'm serious. But, like, (laughs) that are in Broadway shows currently. And they said that there is talk that they will start rehearsals for their shows again to all open in the fall. Love. Love to hear that. Because, like, putting together the intensive at making on Broadway, like... Um, I was told that, like, certain people might not be there, and that's, I mean, like, those people aren't obviously coming, but some people that we talked to that we asked to come couldn't be there because they said that there's a possibility that their show will start rehearsals and they didn't want to let us down, and I was like, oh, wow, period. I actually, I'm really happy to hear that because... It's just been so so long, long. You know, and these people have lives, and this is like their and livelihood. Jobs. This is this their, is their job. job. This is their livelihood, and Which, I mean, like, and it's so hard for people, younger people, to see that and be like, they're literally having a really hard time because this is this is what they worked to do, and then they couldn't do it. And I feel bad for the people that were making their Broadway debuts. Yeah, and I gotta and say, there are some really nice fans out there. Like, I think it was Eva Nobelzada that told me this. It was at the beginning of the quarantine because I did a bunch of classes. To, like, support the Actors Fund, and she was one of them that I took. And she was so funny. She was, like, an hour late because she thought it was at a different time. (laughs) And she was like, guys, I will come and sing for you in your driveway. And it was, like, so... (laughs) It was so funny. And then she was, like... She has the funniest sense of humor. She was like, ooh, nasty. You have the grossest voice. Because I sang a Ben Platt song. She was like, I'm going to text Ben Platt right now. And she texted Ben Platt. Stop. (laughs) And she was like, like, Ben, you'll never guess. I hate you so much. And I was like... What? What? It was like the weirdest thing. Her humor said. is strange. Obviously. No, her humor is so strange and it's so funny. She was like, "That is nasty, Elijah. Great, like, you have a gross, Ooh, nasty voice." And I was like, "Period." Is that a good thing? No, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And she was like, "That was so rude." It was just so <laughs> funny. I love Ben Platt. Me too. I, I also love, love Ben Platt. I also love him more now that I know that him and Ava are cool. Ava and Abazana are cool. Right? I like that. I Ava love and Reef Carney are together. Me too. That. My because favorite thing is, like, when we were on the Zoom call, she was, like, yelling at Reeve. We never saw Reeve. We just kind of heard him. She was like, Reeve, I want water. It was so funny. <laughs> I can't remember if it was, like, water exactly. She so wanted, cute. She wanted something. Because and then, like, we saw his, like, hand, like, it was funny. And you're like, hey, Reeve. Like, we knew it was him. We were like, oh, like, the whole gang. Like, was, like, oh, my God, that's Reeve's hand. 
I Hi. love meeting Reed. Okay, Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my god, that show was whack. Musical. That show was whack! Turn off the dark. Turn off the okay, dark. Okay, remember, okay. Wouldn't that just be turn on the light? topic, but it's okay, because, like, we're we're keeping in our little Broadway section. It correlates, and I this promise. is bitching about Broadway. We're bitching uh, about the stars, so you'll never, you won't get this from anyone when, but when, uh, Imagine Dragons was set to write... Oh, God. ...the music for Spider-Man, and then it was, what, U2 that actually did it? Yeah. What? Remember that, like, one <laughs> clip? It was the most random thing ever. It was, like, that woman, like, coming in as a spider, and then they're, like, <laughs> passing her. Like, she was on a fly set, but then the odd double on the ground was, like, like grabbing her and then passing her to, like, the next... I it was wish, the funniest actually, thing. Actually, I do think if they tried to do that now, it would have been much smoother. It would have been better. They Tech had has come the a long way. best idea, but the complete wrong time. Because it was the first time that someone had really attempted to do something like that. Except for, like, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was like, let's fly a car over the theater. Oh, I didn't see that at all. And Phantom of the Opera is like, let's drop drop a chandelier above the audience. (laughs) Mic drop. Hold my ear. I remember, okay, so I used to follow the career of Carrie Hope Fletcher a lot. Oh, same. I love her so much. I have her, like, book and stuff like that. I know that more than Glee. We can talk about that. Wasn't she in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? She was. I I remember her talking about how she was terrified of being in the car or something because they would fly it over the audience. Oh, yeah. And... I always thought about that. I was like, okay, oh, if yeah. they did that, why did Spider-Man turn off the dark? Like, why was that such a big deal? They're yeah. just, li- they're people. Oh, There was also and- a point in time where Mary Poppins flew over the audience. Right. I, I think I remember that. I think they also, even did it on the national um, tour. It was like badass. Uh, what was it? It was something that oh, Carrie Butler did. She's done everything. You'd have was- to narrow it down. It was Little Shop of Horrors, I think. They would have... What? Like, what happens in Little Shop? They would have um, Audrey 2 fly over the audience with Audrey in its mouth. Wait, what? I remember so... Vi- I remember hearing about that. Megan, shut up. That I'm serious. Happen. I'm serious. Shut I swear, up. I watched, like, an interview with Carrie Butler, and she was like, just yeah. just spreading fake shit. No, I... Re- <laughs> okay, then Carrie Butler is spreading fake stuff, because... <laughs> I swear, I, I swear that I remember hearing that. Because you know, that actually kind of makes sense for, like, like early 2000s theater. <laughs> like, of course, they'd just be like, okay, Carrie Butler, get in the mouth, and let's and, go. Like, they, I remember, because I remember her saying, like, I wasn't secured in it, so, like, if the mouth opened, I would just fall into the theater. Because <laughs> I think she was ranking, like, scariest roles or hardest roles or something like that. Oh, I've like seen that. those, but it I've never seen hers. something like that. And I was like, What? But, okay. You can imagine just not having... Okay, but speaking of unsafe theater, can we talk about the fact that they had made Ro- Laura Benanti roll down steps during Into the Woods, the revival, and then she broke her literal neck? No way. They did. Yeah, she was telling us about that. This no was way. Like, she this broke was, her neck? This was my first trip to New York, and she told us about this. Like, because at BAA, they always have a surprise Tony Speaker come in, wow. and for the first week, they were like... Okay, dead. It was so funny. They like they dead ass wouldn't tell us, and like like that the person would have to walk in, like in the winter session before things shut down. It was Stephanie J. Block, and I cried. And then I waved at her, and I blew her a kiss, and then she caught the kiss, and the door closed, and I was like, "This is why I came to New York." Anyway, so it was. And I gotten to feel to be the favorite. I am not the favorite, but like (laughs) I've had the opportunity of working with Stephanie a few times now, and she's one of those people that's like. I think I am in love with her. 
I know she's she's hot. Our our theater director is in love with her, and I actually had to tell her for our theater director Miguel. Uh-huh. He was like, "Tell her I can give her some love in," and I was like, "Lol, okay." Stop. Yeah, that's he's so like, funny. So he was like, "Tell her that ass," and I was like, "Fine." So the next time I saw her, I was like, "Hi, um, my theater director is in love with you." Bye. Like I literally said that. <laughs> she's like, and she was, I have and she, a she was, husband. She was so funny. I think she said something along the lines of like, "Get in line," or like, <laughs> "Oh." She was she was like, "Originality, please." Like Dang. it was something. I she, I don't remember exactly what she said because I was so nervous to say it, and then like whatever the response was, it was funny. I don't remember. It was very vague, and I don't remember a lot of it. But it did happen. Right. So how do we trace this back to Mean Girls? One second. Let me talk. <laughs> let me tell the squad about Laura Benanti, and then we'll move on. Ma'am. So anyway, okay. Laura Benanti, she like the moral of her story, like because you know the Tony Award speaker, we didn't do a class for her. We just kind of asked her questions, and it was funny. Like some of the little kids were like asking, like, "What were you even in?" Because you know Laura Benanti's for like bad bitches only, and like she's not like, ice cream. And she was like, um, look it up. Google me. Like, she was so like... Dude, there was a point in time where I literally thought that she was in Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> I was like, she's Blanche. No, she she's not. She's Bonnie and Clyde. No, and I, I think I even told, like, Alex that. Um, he, Alex is the person that was in our Frozen podcast. podcast. And he's so sweet. He's I love him. He's the sweetest boy. Go listen to it. He's the nicest little boy. He's 14 and very, very tall. And little it's boy. It's fun for us. <laughs> um, but... I remember him saying, like, yeah, yeah, she was Blanche. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, you're stupid because you didn't know that. Megan. We're so mean to each other in our little squad. Like, <laughs> like, like Megan's boyfriend, Ben, is, like, always, like, dishing on me. And then I'm always dishing on Ben. And then, like, I'm always, like, mean to Megan. But, like, yeah, me and Megan. Okay. But me and Megan are, like, very close. So it's okay. Right. Um, Laura Benanti. Anyway, Laura Benanti, she was like, um, she was like, moral story, don't do stunts that you are uncomfortable with because I rolled down the steps like three times and I was like, I'm uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, but you didn't die. And she was like, okay, I guess. And then she was on Broadway and she broke her neck. Like it was uh, open. Did it wasn't they have even to stop the show? I mean, obviously, what was she going to do? <laughs> Megan just tilted her head and I was like, stop. <laughs> no, but like they had to stop the show, obviously, and she was out and like it was a big recovery process. Of course, I mean, like, That's broke so her neck. Scary. But this Miss Ma'am, legit out here, broke her neck and into the woods. As she was Cinderella and it was like badass right. and she survived it. Okay, one, she survived. B, right. she has a very successful career. She has Tony Award. I mean, duh, she was the Tony speaker, but yeah. we love, but we love her, and like the fact that like that's even a thing, like that that there is a point in time on Broadway that like weird stunts were happening. That's why I say early two thousands because that was like the early two thousands revival of Into the Woods, and right. that was like a thing, and it was weird. So yeah. Anyway, circling back to Mean Girls, um, I want to give us a little synopsis because it's like for bad bitches only. I just moved because Megan, do you want? I was sitting on a piano bench. Now that I've talked about. Oops. You, Hello. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, um, I'll talk about Mean Girls. Just give us a synopsis. Drop okay. it. Drop it so in the chat. Mean Girls on Broadway.com says that Katie Heron may have grown up on an African savanna, but nothing prepared her for the wild and vicious ways of her strange new home, suburban Illinois. How will this naive newbie rise to the top of the popularity pecking order? By taking on the plastics, a trio of lionized frenemies led by the charming but ruthless Regina George. But when Katie devises a plan to end Regina's reign, she learns the hard way that you can't cross a queen bee without getting stung. So, I mean, this is the synopsis is from Mean Girls on Broadway.com synopsis. 
But, like, I'm going to keep it 100. This synopsis doesn't even cover, like, half the things that happened. Yeah. Because, like, Where's what Janet? happens is, like, Katie was just kind of, like, laying low, and then she got in with, like, the indie kids, which were da- Damien and, and Janice. Damien and Janice. And I kind of like that they kind of allude to the fact that Janice is indeed a lesbian in the Broadway Do show. They? Yeah, because they she doesn't end up with Kevin G, right? And, like, she never says that she isn't. When they like, because Regina made up a rumor about her in the story about like being like she a, actually like embraces it basically. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is like she actually might be, and I think right. they didn't they didn't brush over it, and I thought that was yeah. Cool. They they allowed it to be a possibility. I know, and I I thought it was a good choice because like with Damien being like openly gay, it would also make sense that like her and Damien were like a thing because mm-hmm. he's like made fun of, and so is she for being gay. Gay, because. Big lesbian crush on you. Suck on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's like, and Katie kind of gets in with them, and then the plastics are like, oh, well, you're really pretty, you should hang out with us. And then Janice is like, I have beef with Regina, so what if we just like use this opportunity to like wreck her life? I love And Damien's like, okay. And then Katie's like, oh, I don't know. She has like, okay, did you see the thing? Okay, so I keep saying okay. (laughs) So... Uh, Janice's wig is blonde at the end, right? Girl, you gotta keep it that way. No, I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm, Girl, I'm your talking damn about roots. Janice, oh my gosh. <laughs> Megan always has, like, roots and I drag her for it. Okay, anyways. Jan- <laughs> Janice's wig is blonde at the roots and, like, no, it's not the roots. At- it's blonde at the ends and it's brown, like, grown out brown. Is it, like, and an ombre? there's... Well, it, it's not. It's a oh. very hard, like, there's a very stark difference between the colors. Okay. And I there's, like, theories that she, her hair was blonde when she was friends with Regina. Oh, that's dead-ass iconic. Right? Wait a minute. Wait! <gasps> <laughs> he just laughed. And I didn't. I just, that was just for the sound effect. Girl, dead-ass! Oh, my God! I, I'm shook it. I can't believe you didn't know that. To like my I, damn I, core, <laughs> Megan. Elijah. My core is shook. There's little tinglys in my tummy right now. Like, Stop. I'm literally shook. <laughs> Bitch. I'm dying. Oh, girl. Well, yeah, that's... <gasps> so that... Anyway. <laughs> Megan, we should grow out your roots and you can be... Well, I have no reason to. Yeah, but like be Janice and I'll so be So there's like a theory that uh, either she was naturally blonde and then she associated being blonde with Regina, or that she dyed her hair blonde to be friends with Regina because she made her. I think that it was the, the, the second, second one because also wouldn't it make sense like if she dyed her hair blonde, if she dyed her hair black if she was actually blonde, wouldn't it be the, the it's like the other way around. It actually, you're right. I am very right. Yeah, I'm so stupid, actually. Girl, I'm literally <laughs> Elwood's in this court case. I'm like, I'm like, girl, I don't want to see that like lock light stuff. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. Me rolling up to my first court case, knowing full well that you can't take a shower after getting a perm. <laughs> Wasn't that like low key a TikTok? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Anyway, uh, we're legally blonde segment needs to happen with me, Megan, and Alex because all three of us are very legally well, blonde. Well, more so Alex and Megan. I I, I enjoy am all it. over legally blonde. I'm all over that. I have a little. List from my childhood Megan's of my L. dream roles and Megan's and Elle L. Woods is the top top dream role on Meg- that list and then it's like Mrs. Lovett Joanna 
and then it's um, Donna or Sophie and Mamma Mia. So I've played like that's so funny. Like none of the shows of three that you of said, my leads. None of the shows that you said are on my dream role list. Mine yeah, are, we have very different. Mine are Quasimodo and Hunchback. I actually Wizard. do feel like I put Vendla from Spring Awakening. I do feel like I. Do you know that. now that I'm in Spring Awakening and I've gotten to know it, I I know Megan's gonna drive me for it because it's also one of her man's dream roles, but. Milky York Boar and Spring Awakening. Elijah Zerg would kill. Elijah Zerg could, would kill, but also like Moritz. You I'm know, more of a Moritz. You're more of an innocent, like, I don't know shit. <laughs> I already said shit like five times. I'm so fine. sorry. You should be, I'm you so bitch. I'm so sorry, teacher lady. <laughs> Teresa Lamison. I'm so sorry, Teresa. <laughs> Okay, um, but like straight up. No, you, but, like, you wanted up. the podcast to sound natural, right? So like, okay, but like straight up though, um, hundred percent. We're self aware. We are self aware. We suck. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like being the swing and spring awakening is kind of cool for me because that's what I was originally cast as, and uh-huh. then, um, the the boy playing Moritz actually had to had to for leave. personal reasons mm-hmm. and familial reasons yes and then the second cut co- the first cover for Moritz went in for Moritz and I went in for Ernst, Ernst. which is his, what which was his character so I just kind of took that one yeah and I, I kill that low key like it's right in my pocket vocally I'm like oh yummy yeah. <laughs> like I was like oh eat it up so like it's fun no crumbs no crumbs <laughs> but yeah so like Spring Awakening like. I don't know why. I like Milky Wars music, but, like, also, uh, I'm a Moritz Loki. And, like, everyone ignores it because I am quirky and weird, but, you know. <laughs> it's fun. I... You would have to meet me to realize I'm quirky and weird. Well, we just... Yeah, you don't need to meet you if you're listening to this. Yeah. So, back to Mean Girls. Another synopsis from MTI Shows describes it as... These are just the reviews. Yeah, this is not a review. Mr. Sir, this is it's not a synopsis. Shows. It's like it's a, a it's a sen- it's not a synopsis. Yeah, whatever, it's synopsis. Punk. punk? <laughs> MTI shows you're like a fifty year old man. I am a fifty. dot com describes Mean Girls as the brutally hilarious musical from book writer Tina Fey, known for Thirty Rock, lyricist Nell lyricist Nell Benjamin, known for Legally Blonde, and Good. composer Jeff Richmond. Known for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable. I love that show. It's a miracle. And also. These females are strong Mr. as Sir. hell. <laughs> I love that song. I should bring that into my next audition. Unbreakable. She alive, damn it. It's a miracle. Unbreakable. She alive, damn it. These females are strong as hell. Unbreakable. She alive, damn it. I love that little harmony. Alive. Mean Girls was taking Broadway by storm and was adopted by adopted from Faye's hit 2004 film, Mean Girls. The golden age of cinema. And was nominated for a staggering 12 Tony Awards. Yeah. But, won zero. But, the band's visit was the big winner that year. Yeah. I honestly think it deserved it. Yeah. I love bands visit. It's for bad bitches only. Okay, I don't know if I'm about to sound so stupid when I say this. Uh, Brandon Uranowitz, was he in the band's visit? I'm actually not sure. Because I remember him saying something about it. Brandon Uranowitz was um, Mendel in Falsettos, and that's why we love him, because that's one of our favorite shows as a group. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that, because I actually am kind of unaware 
of that generally, and I love him, and I love falsettos, so, like, I should know. Yeah. Anyways, baddies, we are at our next station break. Um, so we're going to listen to I'd Rather Be Me from Mean Girls the Musical. Oh, yeah. It is for the bad bitches only. This is sung by Janice when she pops off and has a grand old time. Um, so yeah, have fun. Catch you on the flip flop. Woo! Yeah! screwed you over, acted nice when she not nice. Well, I have some advice, cause it's happened to me twice. Here's my secret strategy, it always works because the world doesn't end, it just feels like it does. So raise your right finger and solemnly swear whatever they say about me. Say you make me mad And if you treat me bad I'll say you're bad And if I eat alone from this moment on That's just what I'll do Cause I'd rather be me I'd rather be me I'd rather be me Than be with you We're supposed to all be ladies And be nurturing and care Is that really fair? Boys get to fight, we have to share Here's the way that that turns out We always understand how to slap someone down with our underhand So here's my right finger To how girls should behave Cause sometimes what's meant to break you Makes you brave So I will not act all innocent I won't fake apologize Let's just fight and then make up not tell these lies Let's call our damage even clean the slate till it's like new It's a new life for me where I'd rather be me, I'd rather be me than be with you. I'll say no, I'll say knock it off with your notes and your rules and your games. And those sycophants who follow you, I'll remember all their names. And when they drag you down like they inevitably do, I will not laugh along with them and approve their past coup, cause that's not me. I don't need their good opinions, I have plenty of opinions. Everybody has Welcome back to Bitchin' About Broadway on Hawk Radio at Anchor FM. I am Elijah. This is my co-host, Megan. Hey, Biz. Yeah, period. What you just heard was... I'd Rather Be Me from Mean Girls. Sung by Barrett Wilbert Weed, the original Janice on Broadway. I love... We love her so much. I got to see her, and Megan didn't. I did not. 
Megan saw the swing. I who saw was. Olivia. Olivia's fun. I like She's Olivia. She's a little sweetheart. She is a little sweetheart. I saw sweetheart. her after the show. She was so nice. I was like, I love you. And I, she was like, thank you. I didn't get to meet her. I like her, though. I really do. She's nice. I love the cast. I also love me, speaking of understudies and mean girls, I love me some Ashley De La Rosa as Ooh. Regina. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I'm just, in, I'm kind of in love with her, and no one talks about how much I am in love with her. <laughs> My dream role for her is Esmeralda in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. Because she has the perfect, like, grit and tone for it. And mm-hmm. she's so musically inclined, and she builds such a good character, too. Like, yeah. uh, Esmeralda. I feel like... Okay, I feel like she should have been a replacement. For Reggie. I understand I understand bringing in Renee. I really, really, really do. But also... Oh, my God, I still have breadcrumbs in my pocket. But also... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Ashley De La Rosa is a POC actress. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta say, I know this is controversial. I wonder if that was part of it. Because at the time the show was no. cast... It could have been just because, like, you know, like, Regina's blonde, and that's, like, a specific... Well, her her wig had blonde highlights. No, no, I know, I know, no, but, I mean, like, I'm saying in the show, they're just, like, LOL, she's blonde, like, it's very explicit. Okay, but... No, but I'm saying, like... No, but what I'm saying is, like, now, I think that, like... I mean, like, a lot has happened in the last year about being open with casting, you know? Mm. And And I'm just saying, like, I'm so proud of our community. We've come so far in so little time, especially with, like, the BLM. I think Mm -hmm. that... I think that's really opened our eyes to what we should be doing with theater and, like, what theater actually is and, like, what we have been doing with it. And I don't know. I I I think think that that she should have been the replacement. Like, I do love Renee. I saw Renee. But she was also very new. Very, very, very new. This was her first Broadway show. She came straight from the Jimmys. Isn't she 19? Well, was 19 she at the time? She definitely was 18 when she okay. was cast. Maybe maybe 19. Okay. But she, she was still... My point being, she's very young. She was fresh out of high school. Yeah. Going to theater. Uh, going to school in New York. So, Megan, I think. So, Jimmy Awards is a competition. Yes. For basically theater kids. Yes. And it kind of gets them seen. And mm-hmm. um, Renee was the winner. And she was basically offered Regina straight She was out. the female winner. The male winner. Was Andrew Barth Feldman. Who and was, he was then cast as a 17-year-old, 16-year-old yeah. in Dear Evan, Evan Hansen. And Evan Hansen. And, yeah. Evan Hansen in Dear Evan Hansen in Dear Yeah. I just want to be specific. Like, he was the main character. And he was great. Like, both of I mean, both of them they were crazy talented. They were both talented. amazing. I just they wanted to acknowledge. I just wanted to acknowledge uh, how Rapp great Renee from North Carolina. Oh, period. Yeah, and Andrew's from New York. Aww. So, um, past winners. I have a friend that's going to college with him. I don't know if she's met him yet, but it's, like, the same college. She was telling me about it. I forget what college Ava it is. Ava Noblezada won the Jimmys. Or, or, actually, maybe she didn't win. She didn't win, but she, she did go she to. She competed in the Jimmys. And she was fantastic. Um, what's his name? Kyle Sealing. Yep. He, he did. He did it. Um, mm, Other people have done he it. He just played Hans. No. He was in Heathers. Oh, Ryan. Ryan McCarcar. Ryan McCarcar. He was in the. He competed in the Jimmys. He's A great. A ton of people have competed in the Jimmys. Actually, um, somebody that I did a show with was in the Jimmys. Oh, cool. Um, I just the, one of the workers here at Music Showcase at Broadway Star of the Future, which is like part one of the Jimmys. Yeah, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Makara. We know yes. we know a few people. We do know um, some people. Maddie Mako. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know a lot of people that have done that. That's like because a thing. Because it's a very local thing. Yeah, so. and I mean, like, Florida has a big theater oh, circuit. Oh, Emily Escobar is the person I know that did it. Her name escaped me. Oh, period. <laughs> what a baddie. Okay, anyways. So, 
Anyway, back to this. Megan and I saw Mean Girls. Very different casts. Not well, not very. Well, kind of. So you saw Renee. And, and Olivia. Did you see Erica? Because I didn't see I Erica. I did see Erica. I didn't see Erica. I love Erica. So I got to see, like, the most of the original cast. Uh, I got to see Christina as, whatchamacallit, Gretchen. Gretchen. We yeah, switched over. Did. Guys, um, don't mind us. We're a little frazzled because um, our allergies are flying up because we were in a room that, like, Something both, was off. Yeah, like, my eyes were getting puffy, and then I Megan. I have hives on my legs. <laughs> Megan has hives on her legs, and we were like, Ooh. yeah, that's allergies. That's just not Elijah. So, so we, we yeah, we moved. We are in our teacher's room now. His name is Miguel Kendall. He's he our is director. In, yes, and he is in love with Stephanie J. Block. Uh-huh. Anyways. Uh-huh. And Exposing him. I, he not, he'll, he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it comes up in conversation a lot. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it is now. <laughs> I do like this room. This is, uh, to, to give you the vibe of the room that we're currently in. The lights don't work. It's very eclectic. <laughs> yeah, is that, wait, is that a Xerox machine or am I high? What that's are you a, talking about? This. What? This thing that you're sitting by, that's a Xerox machine. <laughs> like, dead ass. Ma'am. Ma'am. How long do you think this has been here? <laughs> I don't know. And then we got, like... Red got this, lights from Sweeney Todd. Yeah, we Red got... Red LED lights. We got the Sweeney Todd chair in here on this desk. Um, Not a rolling fake thing. blood. We got a big ass cardboard tombstone. This is R.I.P. What hope, is that for? I hope it's for Sweeney Lincoln. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to say it is. What? <laughs> Since you're... Do you think Sean would fit in that box? <laughs> yeah. Probably. No. I mean, if oh, Liz can fit... Oh, my little flag. My flag from Songs for a New World is here. The flag that's falling apart. It's literally... It's falling apart! One more song! Also, we've got some Buccaneers stuff in here. Miguel's a Bucks fan. Very we also got Bucks some paintings fan. that he's painted. He painted those? He painted all of these, yeah. He's an artist? Yeah, too. I remember when he started doing that. He goes to Pino's Palette, where they, like, teach you how to paint it, and, <laughs> and you would drink, drink wine. Oh, yeah. Megan, what is it with you and the wine? What? <laughs> Wait. the wine? What's your phone password? I forgot my phone locked up. When Megan was like, girl, what's your phone password? And I was like, no. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't remember it upside down. Um, but yeah. Not my own, not anymore. Girl, save that for the Spring Awakening segment. Oh my gosh, for the Spring Awakening segment, we're not going to actually do song breaks. Me and Megan are going to sing all the we're music just, for you. No. We're going to be like, and now here's Megan with no, Mama Who Bore Me. Our next, next, our next podcast will be very short because we will be filming it the day of opening for Spring Awakening. Oh my gosh, next week, come see us. Anyways, let's talk about Saturday. Mean Girls. Let's talk about Mean Girls. <laughs> I know, I suck. So anyways, um... Mean Girls. So I saw it over the summer. I saw it front row. It was cray cray. Um, I saw Taylor Louderman as Regina. I mm-hmm. fell in love with her. Um, we've met a few times. I was in her show mm-hmm. um, that she wrote, Pitch In. I did that. I'm in Broadway World for that. Go look it up. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. I was like the oldest person there and I was playing like the youngest person there. So like, That makes no sense. Well, over Why Zoom I look small because it's about middle schoolers, but oh. I was... Like, in there, I guess. I don't know. It was fun. Uh-huh. I had fun. It was nice. I met, like, some lifelong friends, like Sammy Schneider, my girl, over at Inspire Broadway, now that she has her own little business. Uh-huh. I did a takeover for them one time. I was, like, one of the OGs. I still That's talk young. to them. We have a group chat. Um, I'm, like, an honorary member. Like, it's... <laughs> anyway, I love them. Go follow Inspire Broadway. They're really cool. <laughs> Taylor actually follows them, too, because, yeah. like, Sammy's a student of Taylor. I sat... When I saw the show, I sat front row mezzanine. 
Which, oh, deadass. That's a uh, great seat. To be honest, that is the best seat you will ever get. Because, yeah, because there's so much happening on stage for Mean Girls. I didn't know where yeah, to look. Um, front, it, it was actually, I think it was front row mezzanine center. Like, oh, I saw real. Hamilton there, and I saw Wait, Mean uh, Girls there. I didn't see Hamilton on Broadway. I saw it on a tour. Oh, got it, got it, um, got But it. I sat front center mezzanine. That is my got favorite it. place to sit because you can see everything going on. You And you're so close enough to be like, yeah, I can see your face. You know? Yeah. It no, no, I, I understand. I understand. Especially, uh, what is it, the August Wilson? Yes, Festival it's the August Wilson. That theater is so beautiful it's, it's beautiful. beautiful also let me talk about the ambiance like in the bathrooms they wrote on the mirrors like like you're like really pretty you know like did you see that no i didn't go and to the then, bathroom there. okay and then in the men's on the mirror it says your hair looks sexy push back like it's so funny oh! and it's like in pink like lipstick font like i love it and they had like little graffitis it was so cute and they had like pink stuff in there it was it was really cool why didn't i go to the bathroom like i went that to, is a big regret now yeah it was <laughs> My favorite thing is when I saw Beetlejuice and, like, you know, because their ambiance was amazing. Like, their whole theater is transformed. Mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom, and I was washing my hands, and the, like, way that the bathrooms were, it was the worst setup. Because I could see the urinals behind me no. while I was, like, washing my hands. This guy turns around, like, full frontal, and I, like, dipped. I, like, <laughs> I, like ran. I was, like, not in this house. No. It made me so mad. I was, like, no! Like, this guy turned around. He, like, and I was just, like, no! when I ran and it was like the awkwardest thing. Beetlejuice. I was like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Like this. R.I.P. I'm alive, but I'm dead. <laughs> Why is that me in the leggings? Uh, so, Mean Girls. We anyway. both saw different casts. Yeah. What was your general opinion on the cast that you saw? Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I honestly, I loved everyone. Like, even... Like, even though I didn't see Erica, I loved everyone. I wish I'd seen Erica because I have had the pleasure of meeting Erica, mm-hmm. like, over master classes, and she's so sweet. And, like, my one of my teachers is, like, one of Erica's original voice teachers, and, you know, like, that's cool. Right. Jody Langle. So, um, that's, like, a, like, when Erica was little, that was, like, one of her people. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, like, to, Jody's, like, biggest... Noise. She was a Making It On Broadway student, like, originally. Like, she, like, did the intensives and everything. That's so cute. Yeah, so, anyway. I'm trying to find my water. I'm sorry, I'm making so much noise. Let me waterfall that. Ooh! girl that's sparkly anyway so yeah she did that and that was cool so that's i've that's where i met her through that and she's mm-hmm. really fun and i love her and i just it was like god i wish i'd seen you because then i could like compliment your performance but i kind of can't because i don't know you but like she's great yeah so i honestly so wh- who i saw was i already talked about it but i knew a little bit about the show but i actually wasn't very familiar with the music so on the plane ride there i downloaded all the music and i just listened to it over and over and over and over because i was like maybe i should know the show imagine being off book what <laughs> for mean girls on the what? plane yeah oh there's a hand grinder in here oh that is that's <laughs> megan yeah, this is the weirdest room, but I love it. Anyway, um... Yeah, sorry about that. I like that, the, love it. It I like that the trash love can isn't shop. even on the floor. It's, like, on this box. Like, on this big box. Like, it's, like... What do you mean? It's a trash oh can, Megan. Oh, my gosh, Megan. it's a trash can. It's a trash can, is Megan. Your water? That's my water, yeah. Don't lose it. I won't lose it, Megan. You're gonna forget about it. I Megan's my mom, guys. <laughs> anyway, speaking so, of parents... Parents. <gasps> parents! Okay, I love having all the women in Mean Girls as one person who did you see i did not see carrie i didn't either i saw the replacement which is the same one 
Because they didn't replace her, replace her after that. Yeah, so it's been the same person. Can we talk about the adult woman on the tour, though? She opted up on do this thing. She did, because usually it's, got it. I'm going to sing it a little bit down because I'm too tired. And my throat swollen because, you know, allergies from the other room. It was like, there's a nouns of respect with the pain breast to do this thing. But she did, got it, nouns of respect. She, like, went up. Yeah. And it was, like, iconic. And, like, it was so funny. She got more, like, applause and standing ovation than Regina because, like, no one expected it. <laughs> like, it was so funny. got the straws. Like, we all just stood up when she bowed. So funny. But, like, at least where I was sitting. I was in the back row because, you know, cheap. So, um. You were in the back back? Like, mezzanine back? Or back back, like? I don't remember. I, I remember this from Todd Cast. I honestly didn't give it, like, a damn because <laughs> I, because the Sweeney Todd cast list was coming out. <gasps> and it happened that day. And it, it came ha- out. It came out five minutes after I got into the show. So the whole first act, I was stressing out. And all of my friends with me were like, Elijah, that's fine. Like, they were, like, holding my hands. And then at intermission, I started crying. And it was so funny. One of my friends didn't get a good part. And he was, he was like, moping the second act. But I was, like, <laughs> over the moon. And I was, like, skipping if, if on the way to the car. you don't know the cast <laughs> for Sweeney Todd, because you're new here, um... Don't talk about, like, who they specifically were. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I'm talking okay, about, good. Like, uh, you got Sweeney Todd. I got Sweeney Todd. And then Megan was Mrs. Mrs. Lovett. Lovett. So, I remember I texted you, and I was like, Bae, you got Sweeney. And you were like, I just saw this. I'm crying in a bathroom. I was. I was <laughs> crying in the bathroom. I cried in the bathroom. I cried in the lobby. I cried upstairs. I cried everywhere. Girl. Like, literally, I think that they had to mop the straws because my tears were everywhere. Yeah, they did. The da- da- <laughs> like <laughs> they still probably talk about the like that bitch crying during the Stroud Center is so empty right now. I know, I know. Megan does shows there, and she was great. She was in side by side by Sondheim, and she was literally hotter than everyone else that I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. Like I saw Megan, and I was like, "Oh my god, marry me!" And she was like, "No, I have a boyfriend." And I was like, "Dump him." <laughs> I'm like, I'll literally be like understudy Ben, like literally. <laughs> I will understudy Ben in your relationship. I'm so in love with you. You don't understand. Yeah, definitely go to him about that. It's, like, actually really bad. I have, like, a real crush on Megan, and she doesn't think I'm joking. No, you are joking. I'm literally not joking. You're kidding. Megan's going to catch me one day and be like, wait a minute, but, like, dead ass. I'm like, dead Dead ass. ass. I, like, literally (laughs) told you to, and she's like, oh, LOL. I'm so oblivious, though. Like, you're telling me that, and I'm like, LOL, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'm literally, like, in love with Megan, and she doesn't know. So, um, I love you, but like I've been in love with Megan since like day one of meeting her. I was like, God, that's a like baddie, and she baddie. is. So baddie anyway, with a big tooth gap. <laughs> she is low key. Uh, so mean girls. Uh, gap tooth bitch Megan. Gap tooth. I, it's not, I don't hate you because you got tooth. Gap tooth because I hate you. Mean <laughs> girls the movie. <laughs> I'm so mad that's not in the musical. It's my favorite line. Anyway. Who's gap? It was, like, that girl, I don't remember who she was talking to, oh, but it was the wheelchair like, girl. She was saying that, and then they, like, dropped her because she was in the wheelchair. <laughs> you uh, remember that? It was so funny. Okay. And she was so, just like, yeah, your dad's what is, what is What is your opinion on the difference between Regina in the movie and Regina in the musical? Musical is better. Yeah. I'm not saying Rachel McAdams wasn't a, was, like, oh, a bad Regina or She anything. was great. No, but she's a god. I'm she just saying. She has very good. Um, I'm saying writing. Acting. Do what? Actually, I take it back. I take it back. I actually take it back. I think that Regina in the movie is more my favorite, and I'm not dissing on anybody. I'm saying the it's writing. It's just more Regina. Let me just say that, like, she is supposed to be smart. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I think in the musical, like, it makes just, more sense. Like, yeah. Taylor it, does like a, uh, my name is Regina George. And I mean, like, it makes sense that, like, she would do that and, like, that's an interpretation. You, she also says Louboutin wrong. Louboutin heel? Is, yeah. that, is that what she says? I think she says Louboutin heels. I don't know. Like I wasn't, but, I, I, no, I, she was I so fabulous. I was just, like, in the front row, like, so is engaged. Is Louboutin heel. That's probably. I don't know. I, I never really did any research, but I was always like, mm, that doesn't sound right. I think it's with her voice. Like a chihuahua. Yeah. They she's really, so good, though. No, I mean, like, she's so delicious. They very airheady, but only in, like, a... Parts. Not, like, a Karen way, but just in, like, a popular girl way. Like a Megan way. No, I'm just kidding. I appreciate it. But, like, no, but, like, straight up in the movie, you can tell she's smart. And, like, it Mm. goes more with, like, because they have, like, an underlying theme because Katie lived in Africa of, like, predator prey. And it makes Regina that much more vivid because she's constantly compared to predator and everyone's prey. And then, like, Katie's, like, rising predator. And, like, it's like a lion with the lionesses. I think that's kind of, like. Lioness with less fur. I know they say that in the musical, but I think, like, genuinely, Regina's, like, the, like, leader, the mm-hmm. lion, and then, like, the Karen and Gretchen, Gretchen like, are the lionesses, lionesses for sure. What? I think that's oh, how they're... that's actually a good thing. That's how they're perceived. What is your opinion on the music? There? The music? I love the music. I think it's quirky and it's fun. The I don't... writing, like, the lyrics and... I like honestly that. haven't taken the time to, like, analyze it. Mm. Um... You know, honestly, I have to say, I don't think there's a lot of analyzing to do. I don't think I missed anything, like... It's not every time like I it's very to... deep. Yeah, like, every time I listen to, like, Parade, I find something new. Every time I listen to Hunchback, I find a new meaning. Every time I listen to even Spring Awakening, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, that's what that means. Right. And that's what that oh, means. Oh, I had that moment today. I had that moment with Song of Purple Summer, and I've been singing that for, like, ever. Oh my gosh, we'll talk about that after. Don't <laughs> leave without telling me. Because I found something during, um... All it's known. So anyway, um, but yeah, I listen to it all the time. So I don't know. I, I even falsettos, like every time, like even the one lyric, Megan, like even educated me, the what I thought was rectangular was is round. round. I was like, oh, I just thought it was like shapes. But like she, <laughs> she explained to me that like it was like sharp edges versus smooth edges and the smooth edges being like representing like not straight as in gay mm-hmm. and then like the straight edges being straight as in like not homosexual heterosexual right. <laughs> so not, yeah. i don't know i was like oh my gosh facts i mean key. that's that's always how i listened to it I, I was always like ah i didn't catch it i didn't catch it but like there's so much to catch so i was probably catching something else and i never <laughs> i don't know i think that like i, I spent more time on that like i heard mean girls and i was like i understand this you know and that was it it felt i actually okay so my opinion at first i thought it was really weirdly written there were little things, like... Uh, I feel that way about Legally Blonde, not gonna lie. Like, I uh, think that some parts I'm, like, confuzzled. Like, I'm 16, <laughs> living in paradise with the lions and birds and stuff. And stuff. Uh, it's There's something like that in Spring Awakening, where it's like, the moment you do it, it's like, there's little things when they're in shows, and I'm like, that sounds... Blue Night off. is the weirdest song I've ever heard. Uh, but Don't get me started. There's incorrect grammar sometimes in Mean Girls. Well, I think that kind of works because, like, Ebonics are, like, in schools and, like... Right. So, like... It would be different I if we were, like, doing, like, Scarlet Pimpernel and they started using Ebonics. <laughs> I'd be like, what is this? I think that... Can you talk about that? I'm going to go get water. Hold on. Okay. Going back to, um, like, 
what the the meaning of the words are basically like how it goes from someone sounding pretty educated to someone being like oh I'm very like daft and I don't have a thought behind my eyes that's like the difference between Karen where she's like my name is Karen my hair is shiny like her parts are very not deep and I you see the same with Janice even though Janice is not as known as an airhead I'm talking about hey bae I'm Hi. talking about how Janice isn't really seen as an airhead but sometimes her her lyrics sound very like um not as well thought out yes like I think that like the thing like, with Janice is that she's really smart like how I always perceived her in the movie because you gotta understand Me- I don't know about Megan but like Elijah grew up with this movie like, Elijah saw this movie and was like, oh, my God, this is my life, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like I was bullied out of school because of people like the plastics, you know? Uh-huh. And, like, you know, and, like, it's not talked about enough. So, like, I watched that movie almost religiously, I would say. And it was, like, my movie. It was, like, my thing. So I've analyzed it to, like, the point of, like, with the movie. Right. Because I think that the movie's really genius. And then, like, once I saw the musical, I, like, knew everything. That's probably why I don't, like, analyze it as much because I... I know the plot. So, I think that Janice is, like... I think that all kinds of girls are represented. I think we've got... Because I think that Katie's represented as more of, like, an innocent bystander that gets sucked in and, like, blown up. And Mm -hmm. they're... And Megan, you know who I'm talking about? There's, like, three people here that that's happened to in, like, the past, like, month at our theater. Right, right, right. They, like... I just mouthed the names. So, um, but, like, there's, like, three girls that, like, that's happened to. I'm like, okay, these bitches are the Katie. And then there's, like, and then there's, like, always the Gretchen that's, like, well, that's, like, oh, anything you say, anything you say, like, we'll do anything. Mm-hmm. And I actually see that more with men, like, guys, like, boys in, like, friend groups. Like, I yeah. think that, like, I'm not going to, I don't know, I know we definitely have one in our friend group. It's definitely Alex. <laughs> but um, I'm definitely the Regina. But um, I think I'm. You're I'm not the, the dog. Cat. You're not the dog. No, I think we're both the Regina. I think because <laughs> there's a lot of us. Megan you're, and I tend to you're be You're the mean one, and I'm just the one that's like, I know you didn't say that. You're like, you are the one that's actually going to clap back at everybody. But I'm like, can you clap back for me? <laughs> yeah, I would clap back for Megan, too. I do clap a lot. But, like, that's, like, a thing. And then, like, Ben is definitely, like, I think that Ben's, Ben's the Karen, even though he, like, doesn't exude the vibe. Like, like when we ben talk about Karen. Her boyfriend's Karen. And then Idesa <laughs> is also a Karen. But like no, she's, Idesa's... She's not a Gretchen. She's no, not I a Regina. I going to say she's a Gretchen. She could she's be a Katie. Mom. No, she's not the mom. The mom she's is literally mom. Heather. It's Heather. <laughs> that, her boyfriend's mom. So, um, it's Heather. They don't so, care. <laughs> what? They're like, mm, I don't know these people. <laughs> no, but, like, anyway. Yeah, so, I see that. And then, like, I think that even though I am Damien, like, kind of, like, the nice boy that's nice to everyone and just kind of like, LOL, I survive, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's a side of me. But I always saw myself as, like, the Janice because I'm very outspoken. You are. And I'm very hot-headed. And, like, that's not, like, the necessary... I feel like like I'm the Damien to your Janice. Actually, actually, (laughs) actually, because, like, Megan's more well-liked than me because no one, no one's, like, no one knows, like, like, it's so funny, like, like, it's so funny, like, if I don't like you, I am not gonna, it's not gonna be, like, a question of, like, oh, does Elijah not like me? It's going to be, like, Elijah doesn't like me because he said that to me. You know, like, it's going to be, like, very obvious, like... I guess this conversation is just showing how 
realistic no, like, Mean Girls is. No, but like what I'm saying is like it's so well written because it represents all kinds of people and not just like it's shown through the girls, yes, but it's also like all kinds of people because like mm-hmm. like I said, like yes, I am a Damien. Like if I were to go in for the show, but realistically, right. like if we were like casting it based on personality and like gender and vocal range aside, I would be. Hey, um, I would definitely be the. We're filming a podcast, so like don't be ratchet about it. Um, oh yeah, I was just. Don't anyway. worry, I'll just, I'm just going to have to, like, turn off all the lights. David, uh, say hi. Say hi, David. Hey. David says hi. David goes to our theater, and David's really cool. David is in Oklahoma right now. Yeah. What are you playing in Oklahoma, David? Um, Will. He's playing Will. He's really shy, guys. <laughs> I bully David. Oh, and so like, um, Are you guys out early? What's up, Well, so, like, are you, guys gonna, are you guys going to turn off the lights? Because uh, Mr. O kind of told me to turn off the I'll lights. I'll turn off the oh, lights, don't. but let us finish the I, podcast. Told Get out of the room. I'm going to turn off the so, lights. So are you guys going to turn off the lock lights? The door yet. I'll turn off the lights, okay? Said, don't Get don't out. Lock the door yet. I don't Get know out. what lights and All right. Turn I can do it. Bye. Get out of here. When you're done, just I'll turn off the lights, David. Get out of the damn room. Anyways. I feel that, like we should keep that in. That was kind of funny. That was funny. That's not getting edited. Sorry, Narisa. Anyway, um. That, you know, podcast life. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> let's carry up down and across. Point being, Mean Girls, it represents everybody, and it's very well written. It, but it is written to be, like, very dramatic in terms of, like, Karen's, like, so stupid. Right. Or, like, so, not stupid, but, like, airheaded. And then, like, Gretchen is, like, so desperate. And then Regina is just so mean. And then Katie is just, like, so whatever. And then Janice is just so, like, a lot. So, like, I get it, yes, but still, it's a team. So, um, yeah, Mean Girls represents all. So, period. Malegan. <laughs> so, yeah, when we saw the Broadway show, I think that religiously watching the movie and everything. Why are we in the <laughs> Religiously, like, I still have stuff in here, Megan. I'm going to have to collect my things in the dark. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to forget. So, yeah. All right, Megan. This is the well, weirdest podcast. Thank you, viewers. This actually has been the strangest podcast I think we've ever filmed. <laughs> of our, our collective allergic reactions. Yeah, and, and it's kind also, of flustering us. Like, I'm very flustered right now. Like, are you too? <laughs> a little bit. I'm, a, I'm My really... My throat is very swollen right now. Same here. I'm very flustered by that. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell them to clean up Rachel's room, whatever like allergy stuff she's got going on up in LOL. the middle. So, yeah, one second. I need to see my paper. (laughs) We just want to say thank you for listening, even though this has been kind of a a bit of a cluster. Um, We hope that you've learned some new information about Mean Girls today. And if you haven't, maybe there's some more things to think about. If if you haven't, then leave. No, I'm just kidding. Then listen to it again. (laughs) Listen to this again because you weren't paying attention. You were definitely doing your laundry or something. So, anyways, (laughs) thank you so much. Whatever, Megan, whatever. So, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. I hope you have learned some new information. And Megan and I love having you. So, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. I'm not sure why I'm talking like that, but it's cool. One second. Punk, I swear to God. I swear to God. One second. So, we're going to say goodbyes with one of my favorite songs. It's like Regina's halftime number. This is Someone Gets Hurt. From Mean Girls, sung by my Very literal good. queen, Taylor Lauterman. I'm in love with her. With some little interludes from... If Megan doesn't marry me first... Kyle Selig. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's kind of in there, too. He's I love I love him. Okay, everybody. Okay. Bye. Have a nice week.
Yes, I look perfect Ice queen, that's what you see That's what they all expect from me But it's all shit Face it, you use me You saw the sexy clothes My supermodel pose What did you know? Was I a game to you? Someone gets hurt Someone gets hurt